live from 864 Sound in Greenville, South Carolina, it's the Wash Bros Podcast with your hosts, Matt Jackson and Clay Smith. What's up, guys? It's Matt Jackson and Clay Smith, and we are the Wash Bros. Welcome to episode 18. It's been a little bit of time since we've been in the studio, but we've both been doing a lot. Do you want to kick it off with all the growth and new things you're working on? Yeah, we've been really busy. Yeah. Um, it's been a been a pretty busy fall, I would say, uh, for the both of us. Really, um, I know a lot of guys are they're doing they're into the Christmas lights and um, what else do they do? Gutter cleaning is gutter cleaning too. and stuff like that is pretty popular. Um, but uh, me and you pretty we're kicking it pretty strong still um, washing. So yeah, I mean, a lot of times I find it it could be easy to jump into that new shiny object, and it seems like Christmas lights everybody loves to try to jump into that because it's like the next gold rush, but I mean, I mean, how you and I have done it, we just double down on what we're doing and then just take that market share. Yeah, the biggest thing is just, uh, I would I would say for me, it just, just plug away, you know, keep plugging, plug harder than you did in the spring. I mean, it's like we always say, anybody that's got a heartbeat and, and, and is breathing can, uh, can make it through the spring, but what are you doing differently in the winter to keep on moving with the same service? Yep, yep. Like you're planting seeds now for the winter and for that next spring, so... That's that's gonna help you really grow next year, when when the business is good, when everybody's like, oh man, I've seen you all fall, all winter, like, and then when the leads come in, you're getting most of those leads. Yeah, just taking like you said, part of our market share, and uh, the biggest thing for me as far as the growth part um, is just surrounding myself with the people that are doing better than me. You know, put my ego aside and and uh, just put myself in in position to where I'm surrounded by people who excel in areas that I don't. And, um, that, that's definitely helped me a lot. Just put my ego aside and, and just listen to what other people have to say, um, has helped me. I mean, it's helped me a ton. So yeah, last, last time we did our episode, I guess we came back from our convention and then you made a lot of good connections there and you got a skid set up in a truck and now you're looking at what expanding into another truck. Yeah. So, uh, just bought our second truck. Not many people know yet. Um, but, uh, we're getting ready. We're, we're, we're on the list to get a wrap put on it. So, Truck number two on the way. Um, we've been already been in contact with Casey down at C3 um, about another skid. Um, we love our love the first skid that we bought down there in Daytona. Um, Casey's been good to me. Um, great customer service for you guys. If you guys are looking to get a, a top-notch skid, uh, definitely recommend C3 skids down in Daytona with Casey. Um, if you can't get in touch with him, get in touch with me, and I'll make sure that uh, that you get in, get a hold of him. But we have bought our second truck. And uh, it's going to be our second wash truck. Um, we've, we've, like you said, I've made a lot of good connections. Um, we have a lot of residual buildup, which is key into moving into the, to the what you call, well, what a lot of people call slower season. Um, and like me and you were talking about not long ago, if you are already in the mindset that there is a slow season, then it's going to be slow for you. But it's if true. you're in the mindset that there's no slow season, you're going to keep plugging away and you're going to keep busy. That's true. Yeah, you just. Instead of, I <clears throat> I heard a quote the other day, it was actually a good quote, it said like, a pessimist will, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a pessimist will uh, always be right, but an optimist will always find this, like, find like the win in the situation. They'll, they'll always find the opportunity. So like, if you're like, oh man, it's a slow season. Yeah, I mean, technically you're right. It is a slow season. Yeah. But if you're an optimist, you're going to look at that and say, oh, look at all these opportunities. And then you're going to secure some of these like relationship contracts with builders and and like repeat business that's really allowing you to grow when everybody else is retracting 
yeah the, the so the residual i would say that's that's kind of like the that's that's kind of like the 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 baby step or the baby step to growth is kind of like what I've been seeing, like just stepping back with all the residual that I have. I'm like, okay, now this is what makes it easier to grow. I know that I can count on this much money next year. And that's basically going to pay for my employees, all my equipment, all my maintenance, all my marketing. And now all I got to do is go out and chase some more work. Yeah. You've built that base below. So yeah, it's like a three-step process. I was looking at something the other day. I couldn't tell you what I was looking at because I'm ADD. So um, I just take bits and pieces and run with it. There you go. Um, but yeah, so another thing that, that we did was uh, I've hired my first guy. Um, pretty much I've hired two guys, but uh, my first guy's already started. We're doing dry vent cleaning. He's in doing the dry vent cleaning, and that has been a great service. I think I've gotten more leads for that than I have pressure washing mm-hmm. here in the last month since we kicked it off. And, um, you know, the biggest thing I've had, I've had experience in management and stuff like that, but I've already given this guy responsibility from the rip. Like, Hey, I trust you. Hey, run with this. Hey, let's go make some money together. Right. And, uh, I think that employees respect that a little bit just because you're not, um, micromanaging. Mm-hmm. I remember as a manager or, um, when I was in the lead of a department, it was always like uh, somebody was breathing down my neck. And I don't want to make that for my employees, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to correct them when they do wrong, and then I want to teach them to do right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially like we have adults who are hiring. Right. And that's, I see certain people, they're like, oh, my employees are going to do exactly what I say because I'm the boss. So it's like everybody complains about, oh, nobody wants to work nowadays, but are we – are we empowering our employees or are we just simply telling them this is what you're going to do or we're going to fire you? Like the economy is how it is where we don't have the privilege to treat people bad. Right. And we got to figure out how to, how to coach them and lead them. So they're motivated and have like an ownership mindset of like that way too. Like if you send them out, they're not just, Oh, we're working by the hour. We're just going to dick through these jobs. Yeah. I know a lot of people, they, uh, a lot of people that I hang around, hang out with, um, our leaders and managers and, Sometimes I hear hear some people complaining about their employees not doing right or they screwed something up or um, they really screwed up, right? And all it is is lack of training and lack of, you know, holding that boy accountable, right? Um, and it's kind of like a football team. Like, if you don't hold them accountable, they're going to play out shit, right? So yeah, is, the way I look at it is I'm, I'm, I'm starting to put my team together. Who do I want in place and who is going to be the best fit for me? It's smart that you're doing it too, like going into that quote unquote slow season yeah. where you're not, oh my gosh, we're, we're needing people to be like fully up and running. And then I'm just hoping these jobs that we're sending them out to that you're training them on aren't like going, going bad. Right. It's less stressful. And, um, so like six months or seven, eight months ago, uh, that was something that was in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, how can I set myself up to be able to afford an employee and be able to train them properly? Why it's slow, mm-hmm. quote unquote slow. Um, and that way I'm not like rushing. It's less stressful. And then the, I just feel like if, if you throw them in out the, it's like, if you throw them out in a pack of wolves and you say, okay, go do it. Here's four houses to wash today. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you're gonna, you're gonna, I don't, I don't think that's good business. So if I can give them two houses a day and say, okay, this is what we're doing, you know, slowly or go out there with them four houses a day or whatnot. Um, it's all about just being, it, it's just it's all about the mindset, just thinking a lot smarter. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, I think you're doing an awesome job too. I mean, think about where you were this time last year. Right. You, right. You, you yeah. had a trailer, not a RAV truck. And then, and then you pretty much were using an eight gallon that I gave you. That was like, 
Yeah. So that, that, I mean, so the four gallon a minute thing, I was like, I'm going to be with a four gallon a minute forever. I don't need an eight, eight gallon a minute machine. Screw everybody else. Everybody's telling me I need an eight gallon a minute machine. I'm going to keep digging with this four gallon a minute. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with a four gallon a minute machine, right? Um, I made a lot of money with my four gallon a minute machine. Still got it. It's at my maintenance guy's shop. I just ain't picked it up. Mm-hmm. But, um, the eight gallon a minute was a game changer. I mean, it took obviously you basically giving me one to to try it out to see for myself. And I would say that would be the that would be the stepping stone to growing and being able to take on more work confidently. Um, you know, because I think I was maxed out at like two, sometimes three jobs a day, depending on the job. But like there was so many days that I was four and five jobs a day this year. So yeah. that was definitely a growing point. Especially if you're doing like big rinsing jobs, like on these commercial projects you get, like you can't yeah. really get by with a four gallon. No, I mean, I, I did one time, uh, we did a big car wash, uh, what was that, like two years ago, last year, early last year, something like that. And we did two, we was like seven and a half gallons a minute. It took us three nights. Now I could go out there and probably do it at night. Yeah. So that's the, that's the difference, you know, 16 gallons a minute versus seven gallons a minute. So you do the math. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely time is money. Yeah. And, and you know, I was talking to my dryer vent guy the other day and I'm like, look, man, you know, you, this is, this is your department. You're, you're in control of this. This is what you, this is what, you know, I know he's, he asked me a lot of questions all the time and he's just like, uh, what do I say to this? I'm like, man, this is your show. You got this, right? Um, just building confidence in your employees, I think it's a huge, huge thing. And he, uh, he's like, man, none of these people are messaging back. I said, just trust the process. Right? So are you allowing him to do the quotes and stuff like that? You yeah. Do, so, you giving him leads? So we, we, we pretty much had a big sit down and, uh, we talked with each other and we're, we're about, we're on the same mindset. Right. And he, and, um, I'm kind of just mentoring him, you know, um, just kind of being a shoulder to lean on, letting him run with it, let him do his thing. Cause his biggest thing was he just wants some more responsibility. He wants to do his own schedule. He wants to, you know, whatever. And I said, okay, I mean, if this is what you want to run with, run with it. And here it is, here's the lead. So, mm-hmm. um, we've worked out a good business deal on that. And, um, he's done awesome We're teaching him how to, um, wash too. So, um, whenever I need him and I need to rely on him, he can go out there and take care of it. Maybe you never know. It might be a VP one day or something. Right. Yeah. You never, you never know like what relationship the people that you're building in your team are going to pan out to. I mean, you, yeah. you, you meet people and you're like, Oh, this, this guy's cool. And I'm just pouring into that person and they kind of blow up or they are a vital person in your company. Well, it's like us just keep duplicating yourself. Right. So, um, that, that's the biggest thing for me. And, uh, Kellen's done a great job with that. Shout out to Kellen. Um, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm looking looking forward to see what's going on with that. And, you know, our market's not too crazy with the dryer vent cleaning compared to the pressure washing. So yep. that gets me very, very excited to know and knowing what I've done in the pressure washing market with a saturated industry mm-hmm. and going into the dryer vent cleaning has been awesome. Um, we still have a long way to go, um, a lot to learn, but we got some great equipment that does just as good as anybody else's. So. Yeah, and it's cool. You're smart because you went with somebody who had like the technical background in that industry right, versus having right. to learn it yourself. Yeah, he come from a very well-known franchise. I'm not going to say where, but uh, he he was he had already had the cleaning mindset. So um, so yeah, it wasn't pressure washing, but um, you know, carpet cleaning and stuff like that. He already had a had a big. Uh, he already knew how to work a CRM. He already knew how to deal with customers. So that was a big plus. I was yeah. willing to give up a decent percentage for that. So, 
Yeah, but I mean, you, now you're starting to think about like stacking stuff. Right. It's like, right. hey, you got this guy doing this, you got this guy doing this. You got the, you're feeding a lot of people, but at the same time, you're still getting fed yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just uh, you know, just mentoring guys, tr- uh, pointing them in the right direction, and uh, making sure they're treating your customers right. The main thing, you know, because one wrong move can destroy your whole brand. Right. So, that's true. But uh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's probably a good wrapping point. Good wrapping point for episode 18. Yeah, for sure. Um, A lot of cool things coming from C3 Wash Bros. Yeah, C3 Wash Bros is kicking it. We're we're excited to see where it takes us for sure. Um, If you guys haven't liked our page on Facebook or Matt the Drawway Guy, give us a follow, maybe a Google review. Um, Just search us. We're in the Greenville, South Carolina area. Um, any of you guys, uh, want some merch, uh, we're still working on merch. We haven't really had much, uh, we always count on the downtime. And yeah. It's a slow season in the off season, but we never get it. Right. Right. <laughs> we're in, uh, today's November 1st. So, yeah. uh, we're recording on November 1st, but, uh, it's, I think we got our first, uh, what, 32 degree night. So yep. it's getting a little cold. Uh, we have mornings now just waiting on it to warm up so we can get out and wash. But, yep. um, yeah, if you guys would like us, subscribe us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcast, the whole nine um we do plan on going to the convention in february i forget the name of it in orlando um so we hope to see you guys there and uh we'll look forward to seeing you in episode 19 oh yeah see you guys see you